This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Think it, okay? It's just a silly little question. What's your favorite thing? 651-641-1071. What's your favorite thing? It's Friday. We are heading into a very warm weekend. Let's get there with a little positive outlook. What's your favorite thing? 651-641-1071. Why are we asking this, Colleen? Well, there was a scene on Grey's Anatomy last night where they were on the beach and, you know, um, Lexi Gray is dead. Like, she's super dead. And Meredith is kind of trying to decide if she's going to die or not. And so, like, they're talking. And Lexi says to her, she's like, what's your favorite? Like, what's been your favorite moment? Okay. Which is like a that is a great question. That's not the question we're asking. I just want to know, like, what's your favorite thing? It just got me thinking of, like, how often do we actually just sit and think about what our favorite stuff is? Yeah. It's just a good exercise. What's your favorite thing? My favorite, well, right today, I mean, because I got a lot of favorite things. My favorite thing is walking out of the office on a Friday afternoon. Oh, yeah, that feels good, right? When you know that you have an entire, I'm just, that's what I'm feeling right now. That's my favorite thing right now, mm-hmm. like Oprah style. By the way, 651-641-1071. Going to walk out of here at the end of the day today, and I'm going to have a whole weekend in front of me. It's like everything is possible. And I that's my favorite thing today. What's your that's favorite thing, Bradley? Fav- I have so many favorite things. Um, I don't even know where to begin. Uh, just I would, one. Don't overthink it. Just throw. Some, I would throw just say I like sunlight. Mm. Sunlight's my favorite. See, just like it. Yeah, it's a little just sunlight. All sunny and warm, especially when it's not accompanied by low temperatures and wind. Right. Yeah, but I don't even care, even if it's cold out, as long as there's sunlight. That is true. The sunshine gives you energy. I mean, I like it gives sun. everybody energy, but it's my I, favorite. Yeah. It recharges you. Who do we have on the line, Holly? Anne's here. Hi, Anne. Anne, what's your favorite thing? Hi, Anne. Is this Anne? Yeah. Yes, it is. Well, I don't know. You tell us. Is this Anne? (laughs) Well, last I checked. (laughs) Anyway, my favorite thing is when you're driving down the road 
and you're looking out this time of year and all those brown trees are suddenly getting that hint of green. Yeah. You know spring is coming. Yes, I love it, Anne. I love that. Thank you for your call. I will say like some green buds. I was sitting outside the other day and I saw those buds. And I was like, oh, it's happening. It's happening. And if you listen closely enough, you can just hear them pop. Pop. Those buds popping. You can hear them? No, I just pretend like I can. Oh, okay. I was like, I, um, you might be hearing something else. Uh, we got an email from Taylor who said, uh, favorite thing, being obsessed with whatever current book. So whatever oh, yeah. you're reading, being I like obsessed that. with that. That is kind of a fun feeling. Who else do we have on the line, Holly? Sarah's here. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Sarah, what is your favorite thing? <laughs> Belly laugh, like a good old, your side hurts, tears coming down your face, laughter. Yes, I love that. that. Do you know what we call that in my friend group, Sarah? What? We call that a throwback because whenever I laugh that hard, I throw my head back. Totally. Right? Yeah. A good belly laugh. I love it. Thank you for your call, Sarah. I wish you many belly laughs this weekend. Uh, who else do we have on the line, Holly? Ricky's here. Hi, Ricky. Hi, Ricky. Ricky, what is your favorite thing? Is that me? Yeah, yep, that's you, honey. Hi. Uh, hi, you guys. Well, one of my favorite things are you guys. Oh, thank you. Your favorite, favorite thing. My other favorite thing is that I got the vaccination today. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Congrats! Congrats! Thank you, guys. That's huge. Thank you, Ricky. Congratulations. Uh, that's big stuff. Um, 651-641-1071. What is your favorite thing? Uh, I will say there's a lot of favorite things also happening this weekend because the weather is going to be nice. So there will be outside sitting, which is super exciting. That's another favorite thing. Uh, Holly, who else do we have on the line? Brenda. Hello, Brenda. Hi, Brenda. Brenda, what's your favorite thing? Hi, my favorite thing is when the ice is out on the Minnesota lakes and we can look forward to boating and fishing and just enjoying the beautiful yep. lake. Yes, I love it. The ice is out. Springtime, yeah. man. I will say you. Uh, I will say. I will say you. I will say you. Um, I believe they just announced ice out on Lake Minnetonka, so that was kind of a big deal. 651, yeah. thank you for your call. 651-641-1071. What's your favorite thing? It's an. It's a simple thing. So many favorite things, right? So many favorite things. Um, I would say uh, sushi is a favorite thing. Mm -hmm. When's the last time you had some sushi? Actually, you know what? Are we saving time by a brief? Sushi. Um, I had sushi last night. Oh, fun. Actually, a little bit of sushi. Uh, and then I also sushi. had it last weekend, which is weird. Like, wow, I never you're just had like sushi, sushi twice in a ooshy. week. I had so much sushi. Sushi John Belushi. Which is weird, though, because like I hadn't had sushi in probably right? a year. I was going to say, it's probably been a while. Yeah, then you just get on one. Uh, did get this email from Chris, who said, favorite thing, Starburst jelly beans. Oof, tis, I could see that. Tis the season. But I still like jelly bellies better. Belly flops are actually my favorite. Um, I get those at the dollar store. want to lift my leg on the parade, but I don't like jelly beans. What? It doesn't, I mean, I'm sorry. It's true, but you know what? That's not what this is about. This yeah. isn't about what's not my favorite thing. It's about yeah, what's your favorite what your thing. Tell me what your favorite thing is. I'll pee on it. <laughs> who's, who's our next caller, Holly? Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Jackie, what's your favorite thing? My favorite thing is something that went away, and what went away was 50 pounds. <gasps> I had a, a great year. Congratulations. Congratulations, Jackie. I love it. There's pew, pew. less of That's you to love. There's less That's of huge. you to love, I guess. Yeah. Congratulations. But, you know, 
Yeah, but really it's the healthy eating and the of clean course. eating and all that. But I do like jelly beans. <laughs> That's I mean, okay. We all have something. Trust. Thank yep. you. Thank you, Jackie, and congratulations. Who do we have next, Holly? Julie. Hi, Julie. Julie, what's your favorite thing? Bonfires and cocktails. Yes. Yeah. Who doesn't like that? Are you going to get some of those in this weekend? Uh, I have plans for tonight, and I'll be streaming Aaron and Jay's Cabaret on my phone while I'm doing it. Aaron awesome. Schwab. Oh, oh wonderful. Fun. That's another favorite thing. Thank you for your call. And who's going to have the last word here, Holly? Megan. Hello, Megan. Hi, Meg. Megan, what's your favorite thing? Hi. Um, I'm going to say my favorite thing is a hug. Oh. My daughter's coming home. She's a Marine. She's coming home today for the first time in 18 months. Oh, wow. So I can't wait to get a hug from her. You oh. are going to have the bestest hug ever. No kidding. Right? Congratulations. You give her an extra long, awkward hug just for us, okay? Thank you. Okay, Holly, I want to give you a chance. What's your favorite thing? I like the beach. I like, I like the, the beach. beach. I like to go there. I want to go, I want to to go there. there so bad. Yeah. I just want to eat it. <laughs> I do. I just want to roll around and stick my face in it. You want to eat, eat the beach? Yep. I All want right. to eat it for when dinner. We, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's not the beach, but we do have something to eat. Oh, good. Because uh, it's Friday. And what do we do on Friday, y'all? Eat. All right. We're going to have a little cheat day experience after this on My Talk 107.1. Whatever. It's Friday, everybody. On the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. I almost swore. Oh, well, I'm glad you didn't. Thank you. Yeah. Oh. All right. Um. What? <laughs> My mic cut out. Okay. It's it's very sticky, my microphone oh. button. So every time I turn it off and then turn it on, there's a... Well, that's fun. Nobody cares. Move on. Hi. It's Friday, everybody, and that means we cheat. Dirty, rotten cheetah. Cheat day taste test. What are we putting in our pie holes this week, okay. Colleen Lindstrom well, from the show? It's it's Easter, and so yesterday we were talking about eggs and candy. It's a long story, and somebody told us about this Reese's peanut butter egg, mm. and it's ginormous. And I was like, "Well, I'm going to order that just because I want to try it and see what that's all about." And then I and then I got really into all. Do you know how many Reese's products there are? Yeah, I mean, I do tend to gravitate towards a Reese's species. Yeah. Well, we're going to have a Reese's feasties right now because... Oh, I like that. I like thank that. Thank you. I have three Reese's products. One of them is that ginormous egg. So let's just... And then I'll... How about we just start with that and then we'll... And then I'll reveal the others as we go. I supposed to eat this? Like with a spoon It's huge. And I don't know. I took my little piece from the middle... And it's real gooey. So I do feel like this is, I did not grab a fork. The giant egg thing. Yeah, it is huge, you guys. Mine is sweating. Is there I mean, caramel inside? No, no it's that's just, just the peanut sugar. butter. Oh, oh, God, she's already shoved it in her, her I mouth. Did, I mean, because it was falling apart. Okay, um, so what are you experiencing? It's really she's peanut make, buttery. It's really, so remember the listener yesterday who put us onto this said that she liked the larger peanut butter Mm-hmm. Uh, ratio. What do you think? That's what's great about it. There's a bigger surface of peanut butter, so it's definitely heavier on the peanut butter, <laughs> which is my favorite part. What? So much. It's a lot. That's a great ratio, but it's it is the right ratio, right? Like it's definitely 
It's very PCs. Excuse me? PCs. Okay. Like there's, you <laughs> know, there's a the... lot of PCs in the Reese's. <laughs> Thank you for the clarification, <laughs> yes. Bradley. What do you think I said? Nothing. Um, I do love Reese's. I do too. I will say I probably will continue on this and I will eat the chocolate from the outside and then go to town on the peanut butter. God, this is bad. Step, like bad, it's because it's good. Yeah. I like I would buy that. So remember I told you yesterday, there's another thing you can buy that's not seasonal in nature. It's a Reese's Pieces. And it's Pieces, by the way. But yeah. I did watch an episode of Unwrapped and they had a guy on from Pieces mm-hmm. town. And he said that you can, it's two ways to say it. Reese's and Reese's. Yeah. Which is good because you've always said Reese's. Reese's Pieces. Yeah. I don't think you're supposed to say Pieces, but whatever. Well, as long as you don't say. But uh, <laughs> feces, just say it. Feces! <laughs> Sorry, we've been saying it off, off the off air. The air. Um, okay. Got it out of my system. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> Feels good, doesn't it? I mean, never mind. So a non-seasonal treat that's just a Reese's Pieces bar, yeah. which has a larger proportion of peanut butter than the typical cup. So if you are looking for this in a non-seasonal moment, just go down your grocery aisle and they have big bars and it, you can oh. like break off a hunk. Okay, that's a good thing. Bars. Yeah. So I do just want to say this large, it's a huge egg. Like when I held it up, it's like my entire front. I How mean, much is it? Six ounces? It's, hold on. I gotta look. It is six ounces. So it's one ounce per serving. So that's there's reasonable. Six, Six servings, and I, yeah, I think I gave you guys each, I mean, I I think I gave us even servings, so. All right, so how many Cobras for that? Let's rate that first and then move on. I would say is a definite four and a half Cs. Out of my Reese's meter. On your Reese's meter? Yeah. I would also give it a four and a half, because it definitely, the peanut butter situation is what makes it. Yeah. Holly, your feelings? I'm going to give it a nice four. It's a nice Four. A nice four. Um, and that is the large Reese's peanut butter egg. I'm not talking about those little ones because you're like, oh, I know what you're talking about. No, this is a six ounce egg. It's ginormous. You need a knife to share it. Okay, the next thing that I want to do is this Reese's Pieces shake and break. Can you hear that? It literally is a milk chocolate egg. Filled with Reese's Pieces. I have not had this before. I don't even know how to go about eating it. Is it? Oh, God. Uh Uh-oh, did it just explode? Oh, weird. All my pieces are the same color. Okay, so thank you for saying that, because there's three options. One has all yellow, one has all orange, and one has mix. I have the orange! You have the orange? I have the yellow! Okay, well, I can't open mine. What? Unless I do it with my mouth. Why? It, there should be a division in the I egg. see it, but I can't. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I'm trying to... I don't want it to explode. Um, I just am going to bite it. No, do I want to do that? How is it? Are you eating the outside or the inside, Bradley? I, I had some PCs. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I don't think it... Is it the same chocolate? I don't know that it's... Maybe. I, I mean, it just tastes like chocolate. I'm n- not hating on it. Mm. The novelty. I like the PCs. Yeah, the novelty is that it's an egg with Reese's Pieces inside. Yeah, that's fun. That's I like fun. PCs. It's fun. I don't like the outside chocolate. Just I would get not, Reese's Pieces. FYI, I would not buy this. I wouldn't either. No. No. Like, oh. if I'm at a gas station... I wouldn't be like, oh, I need one of them PCs eggs. But you know, I'd, one of the reasons why is because it's too chocolatey. Yeah. I'd put it in an Easter basket, though. For funsies. Yeah. Yeah, for just funsies. One. For the kids. Yeah. Just yeah. for thinking yeah. about yeah. the kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's rate that one. On a scale of uh, one to five Cobras, five being the best, uh, what are you going to give it? That's a three. Nice, solid three. I'm going to say that's a two. Because it is a two. Holly? Uh, 2.5. Okay, right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Right in the middle. Okay, are you ready for the right last? Right in the middle. The last product. I'm glad I have some coffee. I wish I did. That was smart. I might get some in the break. Go get some. Right now. Reese, Reese's dipped pretzels. These are bite-sized pretzels dipped in peanut butter candy and drizzled <laughs> with milk chocolate. Drizzled. Drizzled. Um, you want to know? Yeah. Something? What? Yeah. I've eaten this many times. Have you really? Oh, yeah. Okay, so that this tells is me a regular you like purchase. this. Well, I... Is it really? Little, little known fact, I have a well, mild... Obs- eat them while you talk. Yeah, please do, because I've already eaten them. I have a mild obsession with coated candy-coated pretzels, mm-hmm. because I love crunchy and salty. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say if you're a diehard Reese's fan that you are going to have a Reese's experience, per se. Mm. But you are going to have a nice, mm-hmm. uh, salty, sweet experience. This is, I love, I love pretzels dipped in the stuff. I love these because they have the peanut butter. Mm-hmm. And that's what's exciting. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite one I've ever had. Is it really? Ooh. 100%. Favorite covered See, I, pretzel? I, yeah. I buy these and I will eat the whole bag. Oh my gosh. And I, I buy them why. knowing full well that my partner doesn't like peanut butter candies. Oh, so this is the candy that you buy when you want to eat the whole candy mm-hmm. thing by yourself mm. because yep. you know they're I don't not going to share. Yeah. Yep. If I buy dark chocolate, then he's going to steal it from me. If I buy something with peanut butter, it's all mine. Is this a bad time to tell you that one serving is five pieces? That's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> because I would eat the whole bag. How I many ser- how many servings in the bag? Do you really want to know? Yeah. Eight. How many stars do you give it? Five. Five cobras. Yeah. For I, that. I'm there for you. Five. Five. Holly? Yeah. I like that. Oh, That's wow. real good. Wow. Thank you, Reese's family. Thank you. That was lovely. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley the show. Reese's Feasties. Celebrities behaving badly. We're gonna tell you about them. When we come back, we have a name for them, and that name is D-Bag. We'll tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. 
My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. You know, when you said um, when we were talking about your favorite things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coffee and candy. Oh, yeah. Chocolate a, candy. It's so good. That combo, the mouth experience mm. happening right now in my you mouth. You like the mouth feel? Yeah. Yeah. Want to feel it? Ish. No, I want to talk about D bags. <laughs> oh, that's better. Did we already play the thing? No. <laughs> Holly's stoned right now on Reese's. But no, I'm waiting for you to give me the cue. Uh, we've got some celebrities behaving badly to tell you about. We have a name for them, and that name is... D-Bird! Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your bag of the... Tori Spelling. Oh. Oh. Tori, Tori. Because, okay... So there's this thing that happens on the first day of April. We talked about it a little bit yesterday. It's it's called April Fool's Day. What's it called? April Fool's Day. We always do that? Well, it happens every April 1st, April Fool's Day. Oh, okay. And the thing that happens is people try to play tricks on people. Mm. And so you have to be really careful about what you read and what you believe, et cetera, et cetera, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But there's this one joke that continually, no matter how many times everybody says, that joke is not funny, don't do it, some lazy celebrity or friend of yours mm-hmm. pulls the I'm pregnant prank, which is insensitive, ridiculous, and dumb. Pranks are hard anyway as adults, but right. whatever. So there are like prank, prankophiles. Well, ho- uh, oh my gosh, <laughs> Tori. <laughs> what were? What? I was trying to say Tori, but it came out starting with an H. Tori spelling. <laughs> oh, sorry. Tori spelling tried to play that joke on everybody. Yesterday, when she took a picture of herself in the mirror, uh, <laughs> naked from the rib cage down, what with a yeah, with a little sticker covering her, boop, boop, and uh, sticking her belly out, and she captioned it number six, as in their sixth child, and people were like, "Hi, it's April first. Nobody believes you today. Also, that's the worst, and it's lazy." And because even if you really were pregnant, like, shame on you. Yeah, that's not the day to announce it. Because nobody announces anything on that day. Although I feel bad for people who really forget that. And then they're like... You just weren't looking at the calendar. Yeah, because, you know, like, as an adult, it's like, like, I don't... Also this year. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I just feel like the whole year was an April Fool's prank, so... And I just don't pay attention to days. Right. I mean, dates. Yeah. Days you do, because you're like, it's Friday. Like, hey, guys. Did you, like, my partner will be like, 
Uh, I'm not going to be, I don't have to go to work on Monday. It's President's Day. I'm like, I, oh, I know well, that. well, that's a thing. Yeah, <gasps> it is a thing for some people. <sighs> anyway, I'm bitter. Uh, Tori Spelling, yeah, she's a D-bag. So what did she do? Did she apologize? Of course not. I mean, not that I know of. I haven't did actually followed up with her because, no, nobody, she didn't really have cheating to. On her with? She didn't have to. Oh, my gosh. Do you remember that whole mm-hmm. story? What was the, it? Amanda Hand or something? It was... Um, Amanda Hand? <laughs> it was. No, it was, it some, was. something Hand. Hold on. Samantha who, Hand? Who did Dean McDermott? It was like, uh, what's his name from Canada? It was a lady from Canada. But Emily Emily Goodhand. <laughs> yes. Yeah. His uh, The adulteress. Yeah. That allegedly cheated on Tori Spelling with Dean McDermott, or vice versa, you know what I'm saying, Um, was his Canadian girlfriend, Emily Goodhand. And we (laughs) never, ever, nobody ever was able to produce a photograph of Emily Goodhand. Oh, honey. Yeah, because she wasn't real. Yeah, it was like, what's the Brady Bunch? Uh, George Glass. George Glass, yeah. Very George Glass. Oh, weren't we just talking about somebody this week who made up somebody... For the purposes of publicity, maybe not. No, but we have been recently because we had a George Glass moment. Yeah, anyway, no, you're right, but I don't remember what it was. Okay, yeah, well, good story. <laughs> what is time, anyways? I, you guys, it's, it's Friday. Like we're playing real fast and loose. It's, Friday. it's all good. <laughs> chocolate and caffeine have I'm been. I'm still consumed. eating chocolate, so I know it's that's the sign of a good day, y'all. I think we timed it right, though, because I will probably be crashing just about 2.59. Okay, well, good. So you'll um, ride it out. You'll I'll ride, ride the out. high through the rest yeah. of the show. That's good. Um, Great. It was a great D-bag. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you done? I just didn't know when to... Should we... Can I <laughs> transition? <laughs> the story? I'll ask Bradley. Oh, my gosh. I... I've never come so close to spitting coffee everywhere. <laughs> that would have been delightful Great. all over Good your computer. Okay. Nice transition. Go ahead. Uh, Hilaria. You guys, we're professionals. We are. We've been doing this for well nine. on nine years. Nine years. You're welcome. Uh, Hilaria Baldwin. <laughs> oh, and actually, it's not really Hilaria Baldwin. You guys, it's actually the Daily Mail. Oh, also so, a bing bong. Bing bong. Hilaria Baldwin refers to her six children with Alec uh, Baldwin, her husband, as Baldwinitos. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, look, she's in a headline. That means I am probably going to roll my eyes. But then I realized the story is just that she referred to her children as Baldwinitos in a group snap, despite Spanish heritage scandal. Oh. Okay, Daily she Mail. She don't care. Oh, and nor do we. Okay. Like, she can use the term Baldwinitos. Uh, she is a Spanish-speaking person, not by birth. True. But she is a multilingual individual, mm-hmm. and she has called her family Baldwinitos before. So I feel like she will con- continue to do so, and I don't know that it's really headline news. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, this is a little thin. Please dig into her life some more and get me legitimate reasons to roll my eyes. Exactly. You know what? It's interesting. I actually am going to throw back to something that Elizabeth Reese said at the beginning of the Dirt Alert. It is the Friday before holiday weekend. The celeb stories are a little bit thin. They've been hiding out. 
we don't have much to go on. And we're getting ready for a cavalcade of like, oh, look at this star in their Easter bonnet. Exactly. And so in preparation, I think somebody over at the Daily Mail was like, well, I got to get my words in today. What can I do? Yeah, and in this case, it's Tracy Wright for the DailyMail.com who published. Tracy Wright. She announced the birth of their daughter last month. And Hilaria Baldwin referred to her six children with husband Alec Baldwin as the Baldwinitos, despite the fact that there was a Spanish heritage scandal just a few months ago. I thought she was taking a break. No, she came back, remember? Yeah, she started to come back. And not only did she start to come back, you guys, guess where she's coming back? Where? The Today Show. So the Today Show is fully... Paying her. No. no enablers. Yeah. yeah. Hey, question. What about Alec? Where's he? Because remember, he was like, I'm leaving. This party's yeah. not um, fun anymore. But like so many celebrities, I'm going to leave Twitter, but I'm going to be over here on Instagram talking about yeah. how Twitter's dumb. Okay. That's that's totally different. That Is, makes sense. Did he come back? though? No, that would be headline news. Alec Baldwin just retweeted a tweet from March 27th. You guys, he didn't go. He's still here. Because nothing is real. <laughs> and everyone smokes. And everyone smokes. And also, yeah. So, like, I, yeah. Is it, has there been enough time now that we can talk about Chrissy Teigen leaving leaving Twitter, like, for realsies? Also, Hilaria Baldwin's comments are off. Continue. Oh, yeah. Oh, she, of course. She has done that because people have opinions and she can't handle it because the world is too terrible. But I still want them to see my stuff because I'm being paid for it. Okay, now. So back to Chrissy Teigen. Back to Chrissy Teigen, yes. Because when we, I mean, I listen, I honor the fact that she needed to take a break from Twitter. I'm not trying to say that that's not real or that she didn't do that. I just want to have that moment of recognizing that a celebrity of that caliber at some point is going to need to figure out what her Twitter presence is. Because she's going to have SponCon opportunities, and they're well, going to want Twitter. Can I just say, they probably won't want Twitter. They'll want Instagram, which is That's where true. she's... I think a lot. you'll see a lot of people migrate, and I think... Um, oh, and she's I spend way active. more time on Instys than I do on Twitter. I do, too. Mostly because Twitter is just headlines, and I'll look at it while I'm at work, just to stay, you know, like, sort of with what's, what's going, going on. on. But um, unless you want to beat your head up, side a wall or just be depressed about the state of the world um instagram is a far more comfortable warm and happy place most Mm -hmm. days not that people don't share their opinions on uh, instagram but it it, because it's a visual medium it lends itself i think to more positivity um non hot takey Mm -hmm. emotional responses less hostile so I think the moral of the story is I think this is more a tale of the evolution of social media and how celebrities use it. Mm-hmm. You know, she she got what she needed out of or out of Twitter, and then she pieced out. I mean, honestly, that's the cynical approach. Now mm-hmm. she's got a reason and a story for that, and many people can identify and appreciate that story and reason. But at the end of the day, from an economic perspective, I would imagine it was like, what was that serving her? Right. It wasn't which I can completely relate to because I like her have millions of followers (laughs) and am just, you know, mortified. Yeah. Because looking at her Instagram stories, Chrissy Teigen is doing plugs for her craving cooking wear Mm. and also her cleaning line, which is called safely. 
So to your point, Bradley, there are lots of opportunities for commerce. And she's not making money on Twitter, right? right? That's true. One would. I, I, she wouldn't have been, would she? Because people don't I, pay for that. I feel like, well, maybe not anymore. Um, but I do know that at one point they did pay for that. People did pay for that. Because I know that Kim Kardashian was getting paid for for tweets. But now you're right. They probably do go over to Instagram because it's the, the it's a more Because people don't robust... buy things off Twitter. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Right? They can buy things off Instagram now mm-hmm. at a level that like we used to make fun of. Right. Yeah. But we've all done that now. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show... We've got a little D-bag double down for you. Double up! We'll tell you who it is and why they're a D-bag after this on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. And sometimes we just have so much D-bag that we need to stretch it out. And D-bag uh, spillover. Yeah, it's called a D-bag double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. All right, we need to double down because I got some extra D-bag. And this one, you guys, is kind of crazy and a throwback. Uh, I want to tell you the tale of Nick Loeb. Remember Is Nick he Loeb? related at all to Lisa? Lisa Loeb? Good question. I doubt it, uh, but that's not what the story is about. Nick Loeb is the ex of one Sophia Vergara. Now, mm. this goes all the way back. Why? Because it does. And I know this because we talked about this. In fact, I think it was seven years ago. Holy buckets. Are you serious? Seven years ago, I can tell you, is when the initial situation took place. Okay, here's the thing. Nick Loeb lost his final appeal in court in a battle over frozen embryos with Sofia Vergara after a Louisiana court accused him of making a mockery out of the legal system with this abhorrent case. And the reason I brought this to us, because I remember when this story first sort of, when they broke up, right? Yeah. And very quickly after that, we realized there was this like weird struggle for these frozen embryos um, uh, with Sofia Vergara. And I remember talking about that story and he was trying to get them and then he couldn't get them. And she was like, I don't want him to use them. And he wanted to use them and all this stuff. Right. OK, well, they had them frozen back in like seven years ago. Mm-hmm. So this story is still going on now. They have not been together for Years, Right. She's married to Joe Manganiello. Yes. I mean, and remember how long ago that was. uh, Like so long. So on Tuesday, a judge granted Sophia a permanent injunction preventing Nick uh, from using those embryos to create a child without the explicit written permission. Save time by a brief. Yep. Uh, It's Friday. But he, for years, has continued to file multiple lawsuits in not only California, but Louisiana, to be able to take control of those embryos and implant them in a surrogate. Like, he is hell-bent on hatching them He's like, embryos. I want those babies. Yes. He doesn't even want the babies. He wants, he just wants the embryos, the embryos. Yeah. right? And hopes that maybe someday they'll turn into a baby. Right. It's a long process, science. Well, the judge um, was not having any of it. Now, his attorney, or he said, actually, 
not his attorney. The judge in this case was clearly influenced by Hollywood, which is a pattern that I will plan to expose in my upcoming film, Roe versus Wade, on April 2nd. Wait, record scratch. What? what? Nick Loeb has a movie coming out called Roe vs. Wade about abortion as he's fighting to keep these embryos that are not his from being thawed out and implanted in a surrogate. Okay. This is interesting. So then, Colleen, I did what you were probably doing in your mind and wish well, you could do I with your fingers. what I was doing, actually, was grabbing my tinfoil so I could put my hat on. Oh, okay. Please put your hat on. Go on. Uh, I went to Google and Googled Roe v. Wade mm. film yeah. Nick Loeb, uh-huh. and sure enough, the dude has a film, and now I want to pull this up again here because I didn't have it on my thing. Uh, Roe versus Wade film. It's a 2020 American political legal drama film produced and written and directed by Nick Loeb. It serves as a dr- dramatization of the 1973 landmark decision. Now, I don't know nothing about this film. I know that it comes out today. Get out of town. What? You don't say. Today. And what am I talking about? What? I'm talking about the film on oh, the very oh, day I'm, I'm like, that I it premieres. It. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's why I was getting my tinfoil hat on, but it was on so secure that <laughs> you I couldn't, hear. couldn't answer the Excuse question. Me, is because this thing on? Is this thing on? question mm-hmm. yeah did any of us know that nick Loeb, mr onion crunch was producing oh, yeah. this film? yeah i need you to rewind and stick a pin in onion crunch go mm-hmm. on but did we know of this movie no. before just this no. moment of course we didn't but you know oh what's uh <laughs> what's so frustrating about this is like how that He's leveraging this personal story that he knows is going to get people real animated so that he can promote his film. Yeah, his film. And he's trying to make himself look like some sort of like, you know, good person in all of this. But he's leveraging it to promote his own work. And he also stars in the film. Oh, can wait, I, what? Can I share with you some of the other people? I now, wish you would. we don't talk a lot of politics, but I do, for the sake of like categorization, yeah. I want you to see if you can tell okay. of what any common might be? threads we have with some of the okay. cast and crew. Right. Nick Loeb. Okay, yeah, Nick mm-hmm, Loeb. Got that. Stacey Dash. Uh huh. Yep. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Fox mm-hmm. News is oh, Jamie, not clueless. Jamie Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Joey Lawrence. Mm-hmm. What? Tommy Laren. John Voight. Corbin Burnson. Yep. Steve Gutenberg. Okay. Oh. Milo Yiannopoulos. Oh. Mike Lindell. Oh. Okay. okay. All right. Are you noticing? I'm just a saying, like, there's a here. thread. Okay. There's a, it's a, there's a thread. Okay. It's a certain hue that is sort of tying hue. all of. Also, these there are some of these people. Now together. I need to go back and figure out. Like, I guess, like Corbin Burnson is he? Like, well, Joey he... Lawrence was the one that kind of. I mean, I don't care, yeah, but, but like, that I doesn't just surprise know. me because, like, okay, so politics aside. Mm-hmm. They're like, I'm surprised Scott Bayo's not in it. Mm, I'm surprised true. what's her name from Saturday Night Live isn't in it. Victoria Jackson. Yeah, because mm-hmm. what I'm Here saying is, it. I notice the common theme is that you have celebrities of a certain, not even a certain political stripe, because yeah. 
what I don't know what these people's politics truly are, but who come up repeatedly in certain areas of yeah. discourse mm-hmm. about certain topics. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it makes me think that this movie has a particular perspective yeah. that mm-hmm. it's trying to offer its audience. True. True. Oh, this is interesting. Which couldn't shouldn't surprise us. I mean, it's a no. film about one of the most contentious political debates that of our time. Continues to be a contentious yeah. political debate. Yeah. Um, can we go back to something I'm more comfortable talking about? Yeah. And um make that thing the onion crunch? Because Holly Oh yeah, Holly, onion crunch. Yeah, the explain onion crunch. the onion crunch. Onion crunch was a product that was Sold or and or developed by Nick Loeb, and it was what little crunchies of onion that you would carry in a container, mm-hmm. and then you'd put it on things, kind of like bacon bits, uh huh, back in the day, or like kind of like the the what do they call them, like shoestring onion? No, like the onion onion things that you put on your green bean casserole, no. but this is yeah. more portable and smaller. Now these are still available. Loeb's Crunch. Okay. Don't ever, if your last name is Loeb, you forfeit your right to use that in your food. Also, can we? Can I just tell you they have a um, a knockoff? I'm sure it's not a knockoff because people aren't knocking off Nick Loeb's (laughs) Crunch, but um, a product of of a similar kind at the Costco's. Oh, really? And it's uh, Pionkle Crunch. (gasps) Have you ever had those? No, because why? Because if I bought a five pound bag of yeah. pickle crunch, I'm yeah. gonna eat a five pound yeah. bag of pickle crunch. I'm just saying, Lowe's I've has had those pickle before. crunch as well. I've had them before, and they're I'm sure they're amazing. It's deep fried pickles, but I really would prefer if they came in a smaller and bag. they weren't called Lobes Crunch. Thank you. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time for a Zach attack. Everybody, get ready. Uh, oh, all right. So that's. A foretaste of the feast to come after this. Foretaste. On my talk, 107.1. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hurry into Ram Power Days and experience the raw power of the Ram 3500 with available best-in-class torque and towing among 350-3500 pickups when properly equipped. Strap yourself in for one powerful ride in the Ram TRX with the most horsepower of any gas pickup ever built. Or the Ram 1500, awarded number one in driver appeal among light-duty pickups by J.D. Power three years in a row. Hurry into Ram Power Days going on now. For J.D. Power 2022 U.S. award information, visit jdpower.com awards.